following program is intended for a mature audience only. Please call all children and put them inside the closet at this time. Please keep all legs, arms, and other organs inside the vehicle at all times. You must be over 18 to listen to the following broadcast. Consider yourself warned. Neo-postmodernists unite. Everything comes from everything else. Nothing is indestructible. Nothing untouchable. Nothing fails. It all stays the same. Tonight on the Fabulous D Show, we'll talk with the godfather of internet radio broadcast, Frank Cotolo. The revolution against censorship, censorship, also known as, continues right now. I had a dream. It's still... It's still the biggest and best. It's the Fabulous D Show. Never ends, does it? Quando, quando. All that space. Oh, oh, God. God. While you have something in your mouth, let me get a word in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Chicken. Go get the chicken. You bring this out in me. <laughs> You'd never start saying, who did they suck off? Look at that. <laughs> oh, I am a fantastic dancer. I'm not ringing my own bell. The Fabulous D. The Artist D. A template for talented energy. Some say superstar and others just say, holy moly. The day I grab my crotch, it'll mean it's falling off. I'd stay away from him. <laughs> That's dangerous stuff right there. I'd put some distance between me and him if I were you. Five piercings through her lips and ten piercings through each ear and her eyebrows were done and her nose was done and all sorts was done. And I couldn't exactly chicken out. Oh, that sounds fun. Good God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't white supremacists claim to be trying to save the, the white race because that's Jesus and God, right? Aren't they? Isn't that what it's all about? Right. Oh, exactly. Well, it's, well, how nuts is that? It's ridiculous. Hello. I've been in bed with D and it was so good. Hello. Can I say that on here? Good evening, London. Good afternoon, Portland. Good morning, Australia. What is the matter with me? We apologize for this interruption from your tranquility and repetition. However, this is very important, coast to coast, continent to continent, everywhere in between. This is the Fabulous D Show, the show for anyone with a brain in their head and a tongue in their mouth. I am the artist D, and that over there, in her corner, is Vanilla Child. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. Just just apparently very... Oh, that's why. There was no water before. There's no There's water. No water. Mm. You need water. I forgot to take a drink of water. It would Somebody please get D some water. Someone please. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. One of the assistants. Uh, yes, one of the associates needs to get on that yes. immediately. <laughs> Absolutely. And here we are, the beginning of December. I know. I'm frozen to the bone. Me too. It's rather rather frigid. 
It's not dusty, is it? Not anymore. It was last week. Very dusty. Was it? I heard it got really bad out there. It did. And, you know, I, I go swimming every evening. In I know. In the cold and in the wind. And it's very cold and very windy. Can't even imagine. It was what a, a freak. It was an experience. <laughs> exactly. I'm a freak. Yeah, that's freaky. It's almost like us, our little freak snowstorm a few weeks ago. You had one? I've heard there well, has I'm, been a few flurries. No, but we had that big, that fucking blizzard right before right, Halloween. Right, right. I forgot. Yes, that one. Yeah. Now here, and it's best because, you know, no, one's, no one is out there when it's cold and windy. So I get, you know, the pool to myself in the world. And you have to wear goggles to keep the sand out of your eyes? No, no. <laughs> Darling, my huge eyelashes do that. <laughs> oh, shit. I can <laughs> that see that. Definitely one of those. Would have been a much better response. Of, you know, Girl, yeah, no, I got uh, the, the It's actually been pretty season. mild here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's mild now here. So. It's been okay. like freakishly warm during the day and then cold at night you know i think we went through this last week probably we can go through every every week just had deja vu there but yeah i don't like it either fucking get cold and stay cold or get warm and stay warm but i can't deal with the in-between shit well it's kind of like how i can't deal with the sunshine i would like it to just be you know dark, dark all the time right? or like twilight exactly that would be wonderful. Overcast. Would be wonderful. Oh, I know. I feel the same way. The sun is not my friend. Exactly. I'm definitely a child of the well, moon. It hurts my eyes. It, well, yeah. After being such a, you know, inside underground creature, one would be hurt by the sun. Yeah, but then it makes like all lights kind of hurt my eyes. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe maybe lay on the doctor's any... table and look up at the. Lights and your eyes start watering. That's kind of embarrassing. You're like, why are you crying? I'm not. Like the eyes, like the lights, you know. Can you turn them down a notch? I understand. But I guess that's just the uh, pitfalls of being nocturnal. Yeah. Vampiric. What's up with you? Your aliens are like. Are they all over the really? place? They are. Well, I hope our guests tonight can hear better than you can. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. I hope he doesn't bring aliens. I hope not. That would be terrible if, if like, three people brought aliens to the table. What a <laughs> clusterfuck that table. would be. Exactly. Nick wants to go skinny dipping in wildbunchchat.com. <laughs> I can name a few other places that Nick probably would like to go skinny dipping. <laughs> True. Absolutely. And it's not just in wildbunchchat.com. <sighs> so other than being windy and dusty and rainy, I've heard you've been producing today. I, yeah, I guess that's what you call it. I've been filming. Filming. That's what we actually call it. Later you'll be producing. Yeah. Now you were the, filming. The producer was standing behind me oh, watching. I'm sorry. You are just the filming person. Critiquing. Tone was performing, yes. He did very well. His video will be out. Who knows, soon. Now is the um, single called All Bets on Me? Um, or have we not decided yeah. what the single is yet? Well, no, obviously we decided on the single if we shot the video for it. True. Can you discuss what the single's going to be? Or? No, I'm going to leave that as a okay. surprise. Actually, it's on All Bets on Me. And if you go to 
datpiff.com and search for Tony Z. You can get both of his mixtapes for free. And um, it's it's the last track on All Bets on Me. Or not All Bets on Me. That's the next Got it. album coming out or the next mixtape coming Correct. up. So it's, but on it's the last track, last track on, on the last on. album available. Yes, it's called there. It's On. It's that's on. It. Right. That's the album it's, it's called. So go search and find the song so you know secretly what it was about. Yeah, it's datpiff.com. Yes. D-A-T-P-I-F-F? Two Fs? Yep. Okay. Yep. P-I-F-F. I didn't know. I didn't, yeah. didn't know I spoke that language, but I guess I do. Yeah, well, now you do. It's Yeah, exactly. It's good shit. Kind of good music there. Absolutely. So I can't wait for all bets on me. Well, and he's still, he's, um, he's going to be making a track just for you. Good. I'm. I have. I, I ran across the notes the other day of what I'm supposed to be doing for the new yeah. single of my own, or his single for me, or whatever one would call it. But I'm glad he's working on it because I'm working on it too. Yeah, we're looking for a beat. If you come across any that you know, absolutely. That are you really move you or something? I that will is do that. that. Yes, because those who don't know, Tony the the hip hop fabulous son of Vanilla Child is going to write me well I guess do a song for me he's kind of yeah we could it. both do it actually yes. that and, would I'm, be cool. and I'm going to be in it so that's exciting you are you are going to be featured on the exclusive the thankfully exclusive though level. not singing <laughs> maybe it'll be the the kind of you know pop starish kind of thing where you know it's just that speaking kind of thing because I recorded myself recently you know now that I have the equipment because we all want to know what we, what we really sound like on real equipment. <laughs> and I did. And that just convinced me. Never again. No Paris Hilton. No. I'm not even. <laughs> she's better than me. That's terrible. Well, she's, she was a surprise because she's she actually not that bad. I like Paris Hilton. Yeah. I, I love that. I got that album. I like that album. Fuck that. Let me just say it right now. I love Paris Hilton. There's, there's very little wrong with that one. Compared to some to of these her. other people. Oh, tell me about it. She's one of my heroes. Absolutely. And Zoe and Alessa have joined the chat as well. Everyone's listening tonight. They've all gone in line. Gone in line, as, as Frank likes to say. Line. Online. On the nets. On the nets. <clears throat> but before that, just a friendly reminder that the Transliving issue number 36 is out. Out of the closet, that is. Just in time for the holidays, I am in it. That's Yay. that's me, the artist D, the internet's first superstar. Thank you. You must go buy it. Must. You can get yours at transliving.co.uk. It's about seven pounds, and, and for those Americans, I don't mean it's you know the size of a, size of a watermelon. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we mean convert that seven, into American dollars. Seven British pounds is often. Well, it's about 20 bucks for shipping if you're in America, in America. There you go. And all that information is also on theartistd.com. Absolutely. The news features are always up to date with what I'm doing, so you can get it right there. Yes. Put it in your favorites. Make it your homepage. Make it your homepage. Unless you live Why with not? your mother. Then, then yeah. make, it, make it just that secret. Make it that bookmark in the secret folder. There you I, go. I know all you dirty people out there have a secret folder, ladies and gentlemen. 
Yes, we do. I do. But you're my homepage. Oh, thank I like you. it every time I open up the browser. I'm not going to say what I use because I'll get shit for right, it. Right, right. The browser. <laughs> keep it, keep it simple. <laughs> but every time I open up the browser, there is a D. Absolutely, and you can attest to this. Every time you scroll down, there's usually something new going on. Yes, there is always. It's not one of these <laughs> damn celebrity sites where you know the last thing that was posted was in 1999. That's right, and and it's always hilarious. Well, not always. Some sometimes it's serious, but exactly. But usually, it'll make you laugh. Most of the time, they think I'm kidding, but they'd be wrong. I know. <laughs> That's the best part. Exactly. So we've got a lot to talk about tonight. A lot, a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. I think this is going to be uh, majorly packed. I know my mind's spinning from the email. I'm just, I can't wait to see where this all goes. <laughs> It'll go down a rabbit hole, that's for sure, because tonight we've got Frank Cotolo, Neo Postmodernism and Copyright Infringement versus Borrowed Inspiration. We're going mm. to chat with, as I just said, the godfather of internet broadcast. Yes. We'll find out why that <laughs> is, just in case you forgot, as it is Frank's first appearance on season four. The Mad Hatter of Wonderland. And I believe the first time you've ever spoken with Mr. Kotolo. It is the first time I'm excited. I feel like a virgin. For the very first time. Uh huh. <laughs> Franked for the very first time. <laughs> Franked for the very first time. Uh, I hope it doesn't hurt and I hope there's no blood, but we'll find out. <laughs> I'd be okay with the blood, just no aliens. Oh my. Good. Well, hopefully the aliens will let us go. And that was the other thing. I was having very bad technical difficulties all week with that wind. So that wind, yeah, yeah. That's what I was wondering how that was going to work yeah. out. So but every, I'm time, every time I looked at the modem, I'm like, ah, oh, don't do this to me. So hopefully they won't do this to me. And we'll have a fantastic little neo postmodernist yeah. show on the Fabulous D Show. So when we come back, we'll be talking and calling. Frank Catolo, after these fabulous messages from our fabulous sponsors on The Fabulous D Show, right here. From deep down in the groove, reverberating into the depths of your inner being, you're listening to the rhythm of motion and the beat of the soul. Right here on WildBunchRadio.com. Want more commentary and Easter eggs throughout the week? Fuck the Easter Bunny. Sign up for the Diva Newsletter at TheArtistD.com. Some say superstar, others say oh 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 my. Go to www.wildbunchradio.com to donate now. This is Becky Cannon, you're listening to The Fabulous D Show. This is Campus Christmas, and it's Matters Box of Frogs. And don't forget to sign up on Transtastic.com, the most fabulous transcendent social network site in the world. 
Hello, I'm John Waters, and I'm supposed to announce there is no smoking in this theater, which I think is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard of in my life. How can anyone sit through a length of a film, and especially a European film, and not have a cigarette? But don't you wish you had one right now? Mm, 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 mm. And I'm telling you that smoke anyway, it gives ushers jobs. And if people didn't smoke, there would be no employment for the youth of today. So once again, no smoking in this theater. Mm. Trans Living International, supporting the TG community since 1980. My name is Sophie Novak, and my website is www.trendliving.co.uk. Transliving International exists to provide support and information on all aspects of cross-dressing and transgendered lifestyle. On the homepage of our website, you can sign up to our forum, and you do need to be very specific in the area that says, tell us your TG interest. You can say, I heard Sophie on the radio, and that will get you in. Also, you can email me at stacey at transliving.co.uk. All the information is on the website. Trans Living Magazine is the world's largest transgendered lifestyle magazine. And of course, if you would like to buy the magazine in America, it's www.magsinc.com. Or you can call Mark toll-free on 800-359-2116. And that gets you a copy of the magazine. Transliving is published three times a year, every 1st of April, August, and December. Find out more about Transliving International and Transliving Magazine at www.transliving.co.uk. The world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio show is kicking ass and taking names. Each and every weekend, join us live at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern on JiggyJaguar.com for the best of the best in adult film, art, music, and the best Mac talk in the biz. Our ratings speak for themselves. The Jiggy Jaguar radio show on JiggyJaguar.com. Join Frankie D over the rainbow at the end of the rainbow show. He's playing war-era swing, standards, and pop classics. Frankie D is a doo-wop kinda guy, and we love him to death. It's the end of the rainbow show every weekday night on RMX. Visit rainbowmixradio.com to tune in and boogie to your heart's content. No, there's not a lot of work for drag queens these days in Hollywood. So I guess you have to Except on the streets. Listen to Zoe's Bits and Pieces every Saturday night at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. She's got some enormous hits. Hits. I said hits. <laughs> Four, three, 
Welcome back to the Ronnie Rose Show. Sit, sit. We got a very special guest today. Well, 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 welcome back to the Ronnie Rose Show. We've got a very special guest with us today. She's a big part of the Summer Journal Blank in your name. Oh my god. I'm not telling you. It's our Mr. Obvious show. <laughs> I just love interviewing people. I love talking to people a lot like you do. Am I boring it? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Ronnie. It's good being with you. Visit RonnieRow.com for more. As you know, it's it's very fashionable now. Hold alternative the poor lifta. Go to www.wilbunchradio.com or donate. Let's give them a boy lift. We can't stop here. This is bad country. Our artist D is fabulous. Now back to the fabulous D show on Wild Bunch Radio. Ooh. And we're back to Bat Country, or the Fabulous D Show, either one, on Wild Bunch Radio, simulcast on Rainbow Mix Radio, the artist Ian Vanilla Child with you, neo-postmodernism, and copyright infringement versus borrowed inspiration on tonight's show, although, as Julie just pointed out, wouldn't that be called fair use? I don't know. <laughs> That's a, I don't know how fair this use is we're going to be talking about. So it may not, but yes. Way to shoot down a title. I'm all, you know, <laughs> fancy. Copyright infringement. Borrowed inspiration. Um, you mean fair use? No. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Julie. Thanks for that, thanks Julie. Awesome. <laughs> so we're going to get Mr. Cotolo on the line. Yay! Look, I don't even care about the topics. I just want to talk to Frank. <laughs> get him I'm here! <laughs> adding add to call. Add participant. Scroll. Thank I you. like a play-by-play. Add to call. We're adding Mr. Like Cotolo, or also Mr. Cotolo, as he's known by some. <laughs> Is it Frank? Yes. Oh, Clarice. Yes. Oh, my God. Clarice, a bell. I love when people Skype. Oh, <laughs> your aliens went away, too. Oh. Hi, Frank. Hi. You sound clearer than D. Oh. Do I? That's because I'm closer to you than D. Is that you? <laughs> Is that yep, you? I'm, yeah, I can I'm see you from right here. Either you. that or the meds kicked in way too early. <laughs> Probably, yes. But that That's that, that feeling you, you feel on your knee, it might be vanilla. It might be. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm feeling just fine, so it must be vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Welcome, Mr. Cotolo, for the... Fabulous D show. Well, hey, thank, thanks, thanks an awful lot. We uh, let me just remind everyone who's listening, please, uh, do that, remind. The fa- that the, this is only one of two shows the Fabulous D and I will be uh, uh, dealing with ever in that uh, uh, coming. Let's see, I got the date here: twenty ninth of December, live on Catolo Chronicles, the very famous uh, and popular uh, roll call from the Bone Guard. Okay, back to you. It's your show. I'm taking over. Look, Jesus, you took that right away. Wow. That's okay. We spent the first 15 minutes self-promoting too. Yeah, I didn't listen because I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to do that thing with the The feedback. Yeah, and the time differentiation. I don't know how it works. Let's not waste any time here. It's your show. I wasn't going to talk about the Bone Garden until the end of the show. Yeah, but that's that's true. We'll we'll be on then. And and really, this this and your show is the only place you'll ever hear us together. 
That's true because no one else asks us. Oh, so come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I, I, my, my invitations have grown, uh, uh, you know, less and less over, over oh. the. Uh, although I am finding that there are people who dislike me, who people who do radio shows who dislike me. Uh, inviting me on and, and saying nice things about me, so I really? I guess I wow. I guess I'm just one of those love hate relationship guys. Yeah. I guess How could so. anyone dislike you. Uh, you want it in alphabetical order? <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. give it to me because I don't get it. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's enough time in in the interview in the for show. that answer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what they say, you know, if you live long enough, you see everything, right? It's true. See, yeah, I so true. you'll learn and see, I see everything. More and more but every anyway, that it's I good really to see you guys. Not. And, uh, and, and it's all good. Uh, and how um, how are we doing? We're doing good. We're actually doing good. You are the Godfather of Internet Radio, as we or I like to call you. And this is your first time on season four. So just in case those who do not know, you do have your own show, as you so lovely, lovingly stated. Cotolo Chronicles. Every is it Thursday at nine? Always Thursday at nine. And yeah. that is Eastern time. Yes. On the right-hand coast, absolutely. Catolochronicles.blogspot.com is where You know, since you gave me that moniker, um, it's uh, a lot of people call me that now. They write it and they say it, and uh, so I have, you know, I have you to so thank. Did, did I give that to you? <laughs> yeah, you did. I didn't do that. I didn't I realize. Because, uh, well, you see, this is what always happens with me. Like, you know, 10 years after I say something, someone shows me a quote and they're like, isn't this... And then I comment, I'm like, this is inspirational. And they're like, you told me that. I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> damn, that was good. And, and that was you. I, I, call, I mean, I, my, I call myself the, the bard of broadcasting, and I've done that because I have this inflated, uh, you know, sense of myself and, and uh, being Shakespearean. But, um, so I call myself the bard of broadcasting. Um, and yet, uh, that doesn't hasn't caught on anywhere near Godfather. So that's that's well, thanks. You're to you. welcome, and you're also welcome for the monkey piloted trip. Yes, I know <laughs> so much. We've contributed so every, much to each other's uh, themes. And every we? time I get you on the air, I have to reiterate that I gave you the monkey piloted rocket trip to the moon, because that was very dear to my heart. Uh, well, you know, it's mine, and I, I apologize, by the way, uh, for not. <laughs> gotten you yet the promo material that you're supposed, oh, to, that I'm supposed to send to you but i have been right. so incredibly busy uh that uh i you know i hope but you know what it is i know i what don't it is. feel Absolutely. bad we we're, all be slacking on the promo all, material except uh, for tone easy exactly that kid thank, was on it thank god for that kid he was on it absolutely so tonight so here we are here what we, do we are do? it's and it, you, as I, have been very entrenched in the internet history, so I felt that you were perfect for this show. And you have used the term neo-postmodernism from before you, well, before, I, I don't know, well, a long time ago. I don't know, it was before I knew you, but I knew you then, and I, you, you used it a lot. And yes. we should say that your definition of it, because I want to make sure that, you know, your definition is everyone else's definition or if we're on completely different pages. But when you discuss neo-postmodernism, I get the feeling it is the everything comes from everything else kind of mentality. Is that true? What is your definition? Well, uh, it is it uh, it is the product. Uh, to be a neo-postmodernist, which I believe everyone is a neo-postmodernist, is anything you create, anything you do, any behavior, anything you do is a product of how your identity processes all the things that you absorb 
that you like and dislike. Your brain takes care of all this stuff and uh, it, it takes in and it keeps the things that influence you, the things that you like, uh, the things that you wish you had done, uh, is creative or not creative. And then um, you actually wind up, uh, if you create anything or do anything or however you behave, work, you are actually a product of all of these influences Everything that's uh, ever uh, that you've absorbed, some of them you don't even know that well, because as we know, uh, the brain is constantly picking up things that do not go right to the consciousness. They go flying back there. So, um, so that's what being a neo postmodernist is just being able uh, to you understand that you can call upon these things, and you understand your influences, and you understand your identity, and you are humbled by them when you create something or do something that you have to. So, in a sense, yes, everything does come from somewhere else. else. There's nothing original at all about anything anybody does in any any way at all. It can't Thank you. be absolutely Thank you. not. And that's that's the the point of of. Everything here is is not, everything comes from something else. Everything. But it's important to notice that it's important to note this. If two people, let's say only uh, two people were painters, and all they did was their hero was, mm, let's say it was uh, Salvatore Dali. That was the hero, right. and and they wanted to paint because of Salvatore Dali. Blah blah blah. And let's say it was only Salvatore Dali. That was. Uh, let's forget about all the other influences in their life, which all are right. just you know you can't count. The point is this: if two people had the same energy and the same uh, uh, verve uh, as an influence to be Salvatore Dali, they still these two people, if they were painters, would still produce different results from. From having the same ins total exactly. inspiration, which is because exactly. it has to process through yeah. the individual, and since we're all different, there's no way that we're going to come up with the same exact thing as someone else. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. So no matter how much you try to be like someone, you'll never be them because you're not them. Exactly. <laughs> and and but even if somebody else loves the same person you do, right. and you're, even if you try, you can't do it. If two people recreated if two people were were painters and they both did a painting of the melting clock right, right the right. Mm -hmm. it would be completely different. different absolutely so because kind of like lady gaga wanting to be madonna yes she um, come close but it'll never happen uh, did she say that <laughs> no but she looks that. like it well, that one song. And it's all, well, yes, that the song that mimics it and, and the look that mimics. And, and she's the perfect example of, of something we're definitely on about here is that she takes, she admits that she takes her inspiration from everything else, always. You know, that is who she is. And, and that's where it, it, it totes that line of being almost annoying because she is borrowing, admittedly, from everything else. Instead of saying, this is her, it's more like, no, I am an influence of everything that has ever been, which is not really a bad thing when you think of it in this light. Well, I'm sure that if you asked her, I'm, I'm sure about this, I don't know, but I'm sure. I saw her only in, in an interview once. But I think if I sat down with Lady Gaga, who happens to be, as far as I know, an incredibly accomplished musician in the, to begin with, right? Isn't she a Juilliard? Isn't she a... Well, Classic. she's rather good. Whatever she is, she's good. Yes. Okay. So I'm sure that if we sat down with her and she and said to her, "How much uh, when you started doing pop? 
how much did Madonna come to your consciousness? I'm sure she'd admit totally. She would say like a lot. Other, so right. it's like if there weren't a Madonna, maybe maybe there would be a Lady Gaga, but she would be so much different. And, right? Exactly. exactly. Right. And that's what you could do the same with me, asking, you know, how, how much is Marilyn or Madonna in my head? And they're in my head. And does that make me look a certain way? I think it would probably definitely influence that. Whether I want to admit it or not, it's just there. That's what I know. As, as what I desire and, and look upon as, as gorgeous, that's what I'm going to emulate. This is why I think that uh, critics are uh, uh, too hard on, uh, uh, on, on lots of people who create things. I mean, even actors, actors, whatever, uh, painters, musicians, whatever. They get too hard on them, uh, thinking that uh, perhaps they should be, the artists should come up with something so incredibly original and wonderful that uh, it's, you know, as opposed to the same thing that someone else did or sounds like this uh, sounds like that i think that's i think that's a very uh, a bad thing to do because uh, the very the very critiques that they write are probably based upon other reviews that they've read and the style that they like to write reviews <laughs> they're doing exactly. the same thing <laughs> and i think what really annoys me the most about these situations cuz you know it's not Gaga that we should be so upset with because she kind of, you know, especially that when you admit that, you know, yes, inspiration came from X, Y, and Z and not directly from me like some unique idea, as far as we'd like to say, but the fans and the people who see that, all they see is that th they don't care. And that really, that bugs me. When you don't admit as, as an admirer of someone that surely they have been influenced. And I think I'm more mad at them than like they. I kind of look at her more like a product. She's kind of like a puppet. You know, she sells a lot of things, all the things that those influences that she's made up of. Yeah, I, I think it's all a very good, good, uh, perfect example right there because it's like the blatant example. I mean, she is everything of that. That because you know, every time I watch anything she does, it's it's visual and after visual and vocally as well, of something that I've previously heard or seen before. And Listen, there's probably, there's probably, and here's what you have to, you really have to look at this. I know how hard it is to be objective because I, I'm, a, I'm really not a very objective person. <laughs> and, but you have to look at this and say, okay, for, for every Lady Gaga that made it, and she's the one who made it, right? She, she, right. she just caught on. And it's phenomena, and there's a whole bunch of things that she is not responsible for uh, for allowing to her success. That just has to do with life and and luck and everything like that. But there are probably another hundred, I don't know, another hundred other women out there who tried the same thing, but they they didn't. It didn't work for them. Which well, is exactly what I see: is that they're unknown and known. I think that's what psychologically bothers people as well. Like she takes a lot of Grace Jones's influence, but yet Grace Jones has never had the stardom and celebrity that she has, or the money, probably. Uh, not, well, yeah, that, but, not that we know, know what, what she's been, you know, but I mean, Grace Jones is pretty high up there. However, how we, how we measure these, how do we measure these things? In other words, Grace question, Jones yeah. still on, on her own level had far more success than uh, most others. Correct. Must have been must have been a hundred other Grace Jones out there, exactly. right? And, and, and she went as so far as so she forth. could go. Yeah. And in other words, I don't think there's any escaping this stuff. And I really don't think we should be, uh, um, the, the only thing that, I don't, I don't really think we should be so tough 
on any of these people based on that. I think that something that always plagued me from whenever I started doing art and music and things and everything was I didn't understand how people don't uh, look more deeply into the influences of other people and get to the roots of stuff. Uh, I'll give you the perfect example. When, when, I was a, when I was a kid in the 60s and there were bands everywhere, and I was in New York and we were bands. It was bands. Rock and roll was there. And, and we were rock. Well, everybody was rock and rolling. And when somebody, when, when these, uh, we would hear this song, someone would come up to me and go, did you hear this record? Uh, here's a record by, let's just say it was uh, uh, Cream, although that's getting kind of late, but 67. Here's a, here, listen to this blues thing. And they'd right. play this record. And I go, wait, did they write that? And someone, well, I don't know why. It's just, it's them, you know? It's like, well, no, wait, what is it? And so I would look into it. I go, what is this? Robert Johnson, who's this guy? And they don't know. They don't care. They didn't. And so I went and looked. I was, I'm always interested in where somebody exactly. launched. You know, where does it come from? It can't possibly. This is what led me further and further into uh, the whole neo postmodernist thing because everyone that I ever uh, admired turns out to be a whole bunch of other people. True, true, and that's and, it's, and the minute the minute I the minute I look into the other people, I open up a wealth of things I never would have been able to see because now I have all them. Very true, very true, and that's exactly where where that would be. I just enthralling to find everything about the certain person who produced it, who wrote it, who sang it, and and where are their influences, and then you can go from there finding more influences, which I wish more people would do. I yeah, was that's watching what I, videos I, today thinking that same like, thing. Like, like there's no way J Lo wrote that, you know, is, or Beyonce wrote that. It sounds like a 15 year old. And that's why when I look at like the the new videos from unfortunately like Lady Gaga when it it so upsets me, not because she's doing it, but because no one knows where those things are coming from. And we're in now, we're in some sort of weird culture where it's less less obvious to people. Like when I look at it, I see, you know, a different, many different things from 70s, 80s pop culture in those videos. And I'm like, okay, that's from that and that's from that. But other people are looking at it like, you know, this is brand new. And there's some sort of appreciation there. That they're not getting. I think there's also. I think there's also that every generation wants to believe, in a sense, that that this is theirs, you know, that this is mine now. This is my generation. Exactly. This is my stuff. And, and I'm always I'm always pissed off when I meet. Well, I, and if anyone has ever heard any of the you know vocal essays I've done on my show about you know my generation, the, that bunch of losers. And I, I <laughs> and I'm always. always uh, you know, uh, amazed. I'm always amazed that uh, that people want to believe. You know, this is ours, and this was the best because they identify with their with their with the youth or that time in their lives, and they don't want to say things like, "Oh yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, uh, they, they used to call those they used to call those hippies and and uh, down in the uh, down at Greenwich Village used to call them the Beatles." Because they were the beat people, and it was from the mm. beat generation. It's like nobody wants to hear that. Get out right, of here! Go right. on, the Beatles are original. They were great. They were mine. They were theirs. It's like it's mine. I, I was growing up. I, and people get defensive about this this thing, and, and I, I don't know why. It's just it's but it's stupid. That may be exactly it too. I was just thinking. It's like maybe it's a generational sadness, even because you know, 
everyone from now forward, the new generation, will look at you know Gaga videos, and someone will emulate her, and they'll say, "Oh, that's very Gaga." But I'm looking at it as like, "Oh, that's very Madonna," and oh, you're you know you're you're covering up my past. My you know I I thought that person was wonderful and that that creation was original in my generation. And yet, you know, when you looked at that, you probably saw someone from your generation and so on and so forth. So maybe it's just this little thing inside of us that are like, oh, but that's not who did it first. I know who did that first. I think it's kind of depressing because it's it's almost stifling creatively. You know what I mean? Oh, it's very depressing thinking that everything comes from something else and that the original is never the original. Yeah, because even you can't come up, like, none of us could come up no. with anything that, I mean, even if it's in our subconscious, like Frank said in the very beginning, way deep down inside there, where we've heard it before, but we don't even realize it. Like, if someone were to play it again, he'd be like, I've never heard that, but you did, you know? Like, that's, I don't know. I think that every time I write something, it's like, there's no way this well, hasn't yeah. been written How many before. times do you just randomly drum your fingers and, and you come up with a tune, but maybe that's a tune you've heard and you don't even remember hearing it? Exactly, well, you know, and it makes you scared to to put anything out sometimes because it's like you don't you know you don't want to infringe the copyright and have feds on your ass. Like, well, I don't know if any. Well, that's a whole other story, right? We don't know who's going to be on whose ass anymore. But let me tell you this much in terms of of that stuff. When I was a joke writer, when I was trying to make a living, and I did make a living as a joke writer, this a joke, the joke. I've done a lot of shows on this. This is the most. Uh, amazing thing where you can't copyright it you can't prove your road you don't know where it came from and chances are someone else thought of it there are only you know when you look into the science of joke writing you find that there are only five jokes in the entire world that people just keep turning them around and changing them and there's this you know and that's it and and so when you're saying something and you give someone or you're selling someone a joke and you you we used to give the joke and then uh, somebody else would come up with it and you'd go hey that's my joke and they said no it wasn't your joke and then you realize oh my god i don't even know this guy how could that be my joke it's like it's Certain minds will think alike because certain minds will have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of the same inputs, have a lot of same influences. You see what happens? This is it. Uh, so, uh, but but there's something you can't even uh, prove. There's no way you're going to prove that you wrote a joke. And yet, I know there's like X amount of jokes I remember, and I know I didn't. I know I sold to people, and it was like, uh, and if I hear them again, I go, "That's my joke." But I never say like, "It's my joke." It's, it's almost like nothing is mine. Exactly. Really, nothing is. That's nothing what I mean. It's depressing. It's fucking <laughs> depressing. Well, why is it depressing? Why? Why would that depress you? I don't because understand. Because it leaves nothing. It leaves nothing new to even Which be can come be, to the imagination. And I can, I can, I can concur with that just a bit, just because it, I was at a point where that was depressing to me. Because there was a time when I realized that, even as a child, that not even with inspirational creation things. But just thoughts, daily thoughts about the world, about theories, about philosophy. Somebody's thought of it before. And it's like, wow, you know, at least, you know, someone in the 3,000 years has thought of this before, even if it just crossed their mind. They didn't do anything about it, but they thought about it. And I think psychologically for humans especially, there is some sort of tearing of, uh, you know, I'm not unique and it's not mine. There's nothing that we own. Which we find right. out every week here on the show is is over and over in all sorts of of facets of life. You don't own anything. You don't own the land or anything you have or anything. What your thoughts are, it's just we've been fooled into thinking that we have this little corner of something. 
when we don't really. Yeah, I don't know why that's uh, uh, them. It, it shouldn't be yeah. an issue because at the same time, and you know, to undepress vanilla, you know, we share it all. We just we're all sharing. <laughs> that's I mean, what, the other what, side what of that. could be? What could be? Uh, uh, what is so? I don't know about this new thing. I don't know. I don't know what we mean. You know, even the internet's not. None of this stuff is right. new. The digital math has been around for ages. I mean, where'd that cut? Where who right. who dug that one? Up? <laughs> well, on the other hand of it, you know, we could also say that one person could not have possibly created all this. So, you know, whatever you know, particular art or particular song, it had to be worked on throughout the generations to come up with wherever it is right now. After another, after another. So you know, yeah, we're you all know, collaborating together. Yes, that's what I was just going to say. In essence, humanity is just one, you know, just one big collaborator. Exactly. And, um, and besides, when you think about what's new, too, this whole idea of fresh and new, if, you, if there's something you never heard before, something's going to be new, the concept of new and fresh changes from person to person anyway. Exactly. Right? That's true. So, and That's so there's a definition, true. right? So it's like you, and so so I'm playing something for you, uh, Van, and you say you say, well, geez, I've never heard anything like that before, and I could say like, well, of course, because uh, it just popped it right out of my head. It's brand new, it's fresh. It, <laughs> I gave birth to it. I'm suddenly there's this God thing that goes on, like right? It's the I, God it, thing. It is the God it is. thing. It you is. know, it's, it's funny though. I've always it, been a fan of like the remix of music, like. I always hear remixes and think, well, shit, they did it better than the original. See? So, exactly. But, you know, would would they have been able to do that without the original? No. No. <laughs> right. There's, there right. you go, right there. Right, That's right. there. Uh, and and I, I think there's no escape from this. And the thing I think is very settling w with me is that once you accept it, not only can not only can you really be happy with your heroes and people, but because you know, thank goodness, they helped me get down this line. Not only that, but you uh, you also more appreciate the elements that you give to the combination. To the you, you know what I'm saying? Because the, you do give originality to it, and that's you as a as a performer, as a person, as a painter. There's still something, like I said, that you do with your particular blend of influences that makes it all different, you see, and, and makes it all new, but it's not new, new. It's like, right. it's just you. It's your stew. It's like 20 people make a beef stew. It's all a beef stew, but you know, but person, look, go to a chili cook-off. Exactly. Oh yeah, when yeah. I found out that recipes, recipes are not copyrighted either, just like jokes. Yeah. Yeah, so and can, yet, and yet, yeah. you know, you my my. How come yours? His chili tastes better than his chili. Well, that's because you like his chili better than the other chili. I like my chili a little bit spicier. I like this one chili. I like that chili. Everybody's making chili. For God's sakes, it's just chili. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how many different ways can a person make chili? And they would tell you. But and there's six thousand books available on the subject, and yet none Either of them copyrighted, and everyone's buying them. It, it's, and it's all going to come out the same. When you take this to the ultimate, <laughs> when you take this whole concept philosophically to the ultimate, it's amazing to think that, uh, that everything you do, I mean everything you do, is, has elements that were input, okay? Every time you kiss someone you like, every time you don't kiss someone you like, every time you decide you don't like to kiss a person or do... <laughs> 
in your head, stuff is going on that is so beyond your interpretation because of all the things that you that have been inputted into your brain. This all this stuff. Look, this stuff all goes back to the brain and how little how little uh, uh, control we have over it. Exactly. And that's why uh, when I did the whole uh, neo-postmodernism thing, m- m- the, if there was any goal or uh, to it or any lesson to it, it was that you must accept, if you start accepting everything that's coming from your subconscious and coming out, leave your mind open and stay aware, okay, you're going to be so in touch with yourself because you will be in touch with all the things that have been you've absorbed, okay, that are good and bad, and you'll be able to understand yourself on so many different levels. But people don't do that. People don't do that because it's frightening. It's exactly. frightening. Some of the, the, some of the things we think, just as human beings, we could be the best, most wonderful, caring human being in the world, and we have some terrible thoughts, some things that come through, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We, uh, we, we, uh, because of uh, uh, culture, religion, uh, various other things in life, we are taught to not listen to our brain, which at random is just shooting this stuff out. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's like you know, it's, it's taking it in and shooting it out, um, and we're taught to edit our thoughts. And when we edit our thoughts, we edit our feelings. When we edit our thoughts and our feelings, we, 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 we uh, you know, eventually wind up uh, in either in the nuthouse or, or, or we're unfulfilled human beings. Exactly. Or, Being who we're you not know, supposed to be in the... In the- Oh, yeah, you know, because we're afraid. But if you left your mind open, you let those doors flap open. Just think. Th- don't, you know, don't think. This is kind of like, I used to do meditation uh, back, in the, uh, back in the 80s, and it was very good for me and my body and everything. But I, this is anti-meditation. In, in that, this, that's, what, that's what this is. That's what it is being a true neo-postmodernist. It's anti-meditation in the, in the sense that I'm going to listen to everything my brain is saying. I like you know, it, yeah. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to hear it. And when, uh, whatever I'm doing, uh, it's, I'm going to, it's going to, whatever comes out, I'm going to deal with it and see it and wonder about it and find, try to find out where it comes from and why it's me or what have you. And, and, you know, you do that, uh, and you're at, you're at great risk, uh, uh with, with relationships, with people, with your career, with everything. I mean, because you do have to, you know, exactly. play some games. This life right. is a game. Right. But by the same token, as long as you know that you're hearing it and stuff like that, you're not editing your own thoughts. Like, oh, don't think that. I remember people saying to me when I was a little kid, uh, because of because of Catholicism and because of the, the whole culture growing. Oh, don't think that. Oh no. Oh God, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Haven't you? Right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, no. Absolutely. And and this yeah. whole uh, new wave thing about finding the uh, finding the sunshine machine that you could hook up to your ass and just <laughs> blow the sunshine to your ass. <laughs> right. Exactly. I well, need one of those. Yeah. If people doing anything, man, you don't need no. You don't need that. You no. don't. Well, need if people that. would just flow with it, because I think no, they I they get way too caught up in worrying that they're going to create something that is you know something that's already been created. But the point is, if they're creating it, it'll be fine. It's it's you know the, you know making a photocopy of it is not good. That's not creative. But if you're making it, it's going to be. A creation of yours. Of yours. So you hit yeah. upon the other thing. See, you hit upon the other thing, and that is fear, worried. 
I'm worried. I'm oh. fear. What's it going to do to me? What's what am I doing? Why? You know, I'm scared of this. I'm scared of that. You know, because uh, you don't want to fail. You don't want all these all these incredibly uh, Western Judeo Christian things right. that are in people's heads that build walls around them, around their identity, and then eventually, of course, around their soul. And they're never they're never free. Someone uh, said to me later in life, uh, as I learned more and more lessons, uh, someone said to me uh, said to me the truth. When you find the truth, the truth will set you free. To which eventually I came up with the ultimate uh, answer, which is like, no, I don't need the truth. And they go, why? Because I'm free. Already. Exactly. <laughs> I am free. <laughs> I am free. What but are you talking about? Truth, truth, I'm free. I could walk out into the backyard and plunge myself on top of a pick and kill myself. <laughs> I am free. <laughs> I could go out tonight and hit the, and I could go down the streets of uh, of of the the darkest alley and stuff. I could buy drugs. I could find whores. I could do anything I want. Who's stopping me? And that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're married, if you're not married, if you're a brother, if you're a mother. You could do anything you want. You are free. Absolutely. Okay? And, and there might be consequences and stuff like that. But what is this truth that suddenly makes you all this truth that they keep talking about that'll set you free? Is their idea? of where you fit and what you should do. And the fear is definitely something that we, you and I have had to probably deal with, I don't know about you, but definitely me, as we put out things for free yeah. all the time. And like you say at the beginning of your show, I think you do, I don't know, you used to, I think, that, you know, feel free to use Yes, this show at its entirety. And I like how you put that, you know, you know not just sampling, but at its entirety, if you so choose to. I encourage people to take the show, make a wave out of it, and then put around, make me say things I would never say. Cut me, edit me. Exactly. <laughs> I had some people who put, you know, there's a lot of sound, there's a lot of Katolo soundboards out there. Right. You know, they had that with soundboards. Well, they, they started it, and uh, there's a lot of Katolo soundboards out there where I'm saying certain things, and they're all out of context, you know? Right. But who cares? They're all, you know. <laughs> Who cares? And some of them are pasted together. They got me saying things I never would say at all. Now other people, you know, people would go like, "Oh, jeez, oh, yeah. you know, I, you know, you know, don't no, come on, you know, exactly. come on." And that's that's the level right there is that how you know to tell people how pissed off they should be when something is taken from them or borrowed from them. You know, I I would say you should not be at all because it, it's you know that that's an you're being an inspiration. You should be flattered. You should be flattered. Someone imitates you. Someone takes something. Even if someone steals something, that means you have something that they don't have and they know they don't have it and they want yours. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, coming from, I grew up in the Camhor age of the 90s and, you know, that's when the internet was, was wonderful with people because nobody, not everyone had a webcam. So they could just take your photo and put it on their board or whatever, and then they would continue to have cyber sex with hundreds of people who thought they looked like you. Yeah. And, and these people felt, you know, so horrified that someone did this, and I'm standing there thinking, well, that's wonderful, that's lovely, because, you know, th this person feels so hideous that they chose me, me, the artistee, to pretend to look like so they could get virtually laid. I mean, who wouldn't be impressed <laughs> and flattered and that's the same way i'd feel about anything else that they're taking you know words visuals audio there's a, there's a great there's a great uh 
scene in the play. There's a play called Play It Again, Sam. Uh, it's an old Woody Allen play. I think they made a movie, too. But he, and, and where this, this girl woman comes over his house and she's uh, she's in this sexy outfit and she smells great and she's saying nothing but suggestive things and she's sitting there and she's just rolling out just sex everywhere until until finally he 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 leans over and you know to hold her and give her a kiss and she throws him aside and she goes hey kind of girl you think i am (laughs) (laughs) you know it's like what (laughs) You know, uh, uh, be except, you know, so you're right. I mean, it's like, well, geez, shouldn't you be flattered? I mean, you sent out all these signals and the man wants you. Why aren't you flattered? Because I'm, you know, it's like, because I wouldn't do something like that. Of course. (laughs) That's why, and that's why I say with my books, you know, you put them out there and they're there and they could take them. And and sure, if that person turned around and, you know, made a million dollars with that, that's just, I would be angry because I didn't do that first. But that's more of a personal thing than, well, you know, I didn't do that with my inspiration. They were inspired by me to do that with their inspiration. So I should probably not be too pissed off about that. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. Every, every week, every month, every year, more things come out. More things are heard. That I, uh, things that I know uh, are directly related, and I was in mainstream media, so I know a lot of stuff that I wrote and did went out there, and I see things coming back from people who are now doing this kind of stuff, doing you know, and they probably were the audience, you know, <laughs> exactly. So they're, and it's they're stuck in their head. Yeah, I mean, I have influenced people the way I was influenced, you know, by uh, by others. So you know, what am I? You know, what are you going to do? You know, I say. Uh, exactly. I just tell the people I know and the few people I know and love and people who hang around me, I just say like, you know, I, I tell them a story. It's a funny story and what have you. And I say that, I think that was mine, <laughs> you know, I, one point and I sent it out into the universe and there it went, you know, it's a, uh, or, and now listen, believe me, there have been times when I, 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 people who know me come up to me and say, you know, I saw something the other night. It was all you. It was this thing about, how could you not be flattered whether it was or wasn't, exactly. you know? That's that's like, you know, what more do you want to ask about, Absolutely. you know, being remembered, being known, being appreciated? It doesn't And it doesn't matter how big that audience turns out to be. It's wonderful to be the center of that, uh, that thought. And people have mm-hmm. such strange standards between what can be ripped off and what can't. It seems like, you know, artistic creation is always held at such a high standard, but yet such as inventions are not like you know a potato peeler is just a potato peeler but anyone can you know reformulate that potato peeler to make a different and their own potato peeler and that's okay but yet you you know you you paint something that looks like a melting clock and suddenly you're totally rip off i guess uh, well um you know you would talk to me about doing this we talked about doing you know where where do you draw the line between neo postmodernism and out now now plagiarism exactly that is the line we, we've got to get to that point where we talk about where is the line yes uh, do you take a break at the top of the hour we do not do- we are going straight okay. through okay so <laughs> we can we, so then we can go into this we there can obviously proceed. is a line there is a line okay yes. what is that, that line Help here's us. the line the line is where 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 it's not a parody where it's not a parody, uh, and you claim 
uh, it is yours. Plagiarism, uh, and, and I'm not going to take out my great famous 1960s Webster dictionary, but it, it's going to say, I know it's going to say in there, to plagiarize is to be aware that you are using something verbatim that you did not have nothing to do with creating. That's uh-huh. plagiarism. It's like, remember, Adi, because we talked for this, like, through the years, we talked about the difference between, you know, that the Internet is a place where we share things, and yet, uh, and yet commercialism turns it into pirating, right? Mm. Right. Okay? They use the word pirating. Well, plagiarism is, uh, is something. So if I say, uh, if I say to uh, someone... Uh, right out, I say, oh, come on, we're going to go see this movie. It was done in the 60s. And I used the name, uh, you know, uh, Sherwood Morris when I wrote this. And uh, here it is. This is mine. And uh, just to show you how great. I mean, I'm just lying. I know it's not mine. No, it's not. And, and I'm going to make this person who is uh, available to be hoodwinked. In other words, I'm conning them. Okay. Mm-hmm. You gain people into your confidence and then you show them and then you trick them. Okay. So if I give somebody who doesn't know the song and on the first song, all you need is love. And I, someone comes over my house and I go, Hey, listen to this young guy. Yeah. The young guy, maybe I'm teaching him guitar or something. I go, Hey, listen to this. Right. Uh, and I, and I start singing it and, uh, and I go like, you like that? I, I wrote that. I wrote mine. I wrote that. And here I, you know, and, uh, I mean, that's plagiarism or, so if I'm not parody, like, like, like I do this sometimes on my live shows, where I'll do a, you know, a, a real, I'll take a real song and then make it into something else like on the spot. And I know I'm not, you know, I'm, I know I'm making up something, but I know that's, that's just, I'm doing a parody. You know who does, like, it's like, what's his name? Weird Al Yankovic. Weird right? Al. <laughs> Weird so Al it, does. If you, you admit, if you admit the parody or the, the creator of the, where you're getting that inspiration that's all right? Sure, because it falls into the category of parody. Here's right, and then, par- if, but if you do the parody and don't credit, then it's piracy. If you do a parody and you don't credit it, it's not a parody. Then it's just, then you're just taking something, right. directly lifting it, right. and using it and saying, this is mine. And would that, well, that would not be good. That's plagiarism. All right. And it's stupid because... It's stupid because if you're in touch with your own influences and everything, and that's something you do, whether it's make a film or make a, write a song or what have you, and then you should have, if you're open to your own influences, you should, have, you should be able to use them as everyone else uses them in order to make something that is not necessarily new, but it's yours. Because you, you know what I mean? You could create what is considered a new song. And, you know, the, the, uh, during the 60s and 70s, there were these plagiarism uh, these in pop music, the famous cases of plagiarism. Um, number one was uh, George Harrison uh, wrote uh, "My Sweet Lord," and the people who had written uh, "He's So Fine," uh, a 1950s song by the Chiffons, uh, uh, took him to court and said, "You stole our song," uh, because it's the same thing. And he says, "Not the same thing. I mean, I know your song. Oh, you admit you know the song." Well, then you know the song, it probably stuck into your head and you use the same thing and it's the same song, it's the same melody. And they do this whole thing. Well, you know, although that's considered a plagiarizing case, it, it should never have, have, have happened. And they won. And they won. And they had wow. to get money from him. Okay. Here's another one. There was a, um, there's a, um, see the Rolling Stones and what's, what's her name? What's her name? Come on, Van. You know this singer. She's oh. a, Katie Lang. Okay. Yeah, you know, Katie Katie would have knew that before me. <laughs> okay, Katie Lang had a very famous song 
that sounded exactly like a Rolling Stones song. The Rolling Stones came out with a song and it sounded so much. Everyone went, oh my goodness, what are they doing? Her song, did she write that? It was so similar. Now they didn't go to court. Here's what they did. Mick Jagger and uh, Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones said, oh my goodness, that must have gotten into our heads. I mean, what, what, she's right. This is, this is her song. So what they did was they added her to uh, the uh, authorship. Interesting. So that she awesome. would get, yeah, so that she would get whatever royalties were coming to her. Okay? Simple solution, stays out of the court, and it proves, though, that there are times when the exact thing can come to you and you don't know it. Absolutely. Yeah, and, that's and true. It's happened to me before. See? And you, you could trace it. Now, this is not, remember, this is not coincidence now. No coinky dink here. This is where you actually know. You actually don't know what I'm saying. Now, so now I'm sitting down and I'm going, I'm, I'm singing, oh, it's a sunny day. Da -da 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 -da. Oh, and I'm going like, what? That's not all you need is love? Hello? It is. I go, oh, jeez, I didn't think of that. And it's like, oh, somebody has to tell you. And then you realize it. And then you're stuck because you either you throw it out, you trash it, or you take care of business that way. But that's, so that's, that's plagiarism in a, in a very strange way. Yes. But and I think what open. gets so muddled here is that the legalities of everything is, is that the government has no idea, it seems, what this is or what it should be. That's because the government has no idea about what anything oh, is. Correct. <laughs> Thank you for taking the words right out of my mouth. Very true. This is oh, just yet another problem. example of what they like do not take know. things out of it. What? <laughs> I went astray. I, I caught the tail end of that, and that was... Scary. <laughs> but no, no, just add this to, to another thing that the government has no idea what to do with. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, there, there you go. As they've recently released a, apparently a website, they are bringing back McGruff the Crime Dog to fight <gasps> copyright infringement. What are they bringing back? McGruff the Crime Dog, you know, the little dog. Oh, oh, the Crime Dog, the yeah. The Crime Dog, yeah. Now he's fighting internet piracy. <laughs> you know what's funny? I always wanted to be a pirate. Well, who doesn't want to be a pirate? You mean, R. I mean, the R kind, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah right, the R kind. You see what I'm saying? You see that stereo, how that stereotype goes into your head? Because today's pirates, you know, are not R. Well, exactly, not and that's why when you hear about them on the news, you're like, what, pirates? Like like ones with the hat and the patch? And they're like, no, no, like Iraqi pirates. No, internet you know, pirates, yeah. I know. Or, or, or internet pirates, exactly. That pisses me off, too. You know, this whole thing about, uh, about you know, from the beginning... I mean, I've been saying this thing, and I just think it's completely true, and it's going to constantly show itself. And that is that uh, there's no way to police any of this stuff. I don't care. And 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 no matter what they come up, this is such a brilliant machine, if you will, for lack of a better word to call this whole thing. It's such a brilliant machine that and uh, that whenever. Someone comes up with something you can't do and finds a way that you can't do it. There's going to be someone else who finds out how you can get through that and do it anyway. Absolutely. Well, just this line alone, McGruff the crime dog was taking a bite out of intellectual property theft. Intellectual property theft. There's just so much in that phrase yeah. that, that almost <laughs> is laughable. Like you're, you're trying to steal air. You're trying to steal thoughts. It's very strange. Yeah, intellect brains. Intellectual property, that's kind of like intelligent design. 
Exactly. <laughs> what are we talking about here, you know? Exactly. And and in this press release, and in the website, they have a website, of course, for the crime dog and the intellectual property theft. And it's just so 1980s and brings up a few thoughts. It's mostly, that, of course, they're trying to scare children from stealing music is, is mm-hmm. what they're aiming at. But I thought we would read just a few of, of things you should not do. Sure. When you buy a tune on the Internet and download it, make sure you don't send a copy to a friend or someone who might sell it to someone else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it so easily. Why would you sell what? it? What kind, of idiot there, what kind of idiot out there is going to buy? Oh, I'll buy that. Because <laughs> what? You can't do it yourself? Go ahead. Oh. Well, and that's exactly. It's hysterical. I mean, what happened to mixtapes? You know, in 1985, we could record a song on the radio and give it to our friends. That was fine. Now we do it on the Internet. We're going to go to jail. Yeah. Next one. If you get a tune from someone, don't resend it to others, which is basically what they just said, but... Don't, re- don't ever, ever share it. I mean, but what I loved about this one especially, because it says if you get a tune from someone else, don't resend it. So wait a minute. If you got the tune from someone else, doesn't mean that they stole it and they are now committing that illegal trading by giving it to you. So really, you shouldn't have accepted it in the first place, according to the dog. <laughs> Oh, God. This is the guy. Didn't they have McGruff on like drugs and stuff back in the day? What if it's in your email and you don't know it's there and you open it up? And it's just there, exactly. Then you're arrested and you go to prison for five years. Good job. That sucks. Well, nobody, by the way, can, can you list the names of those people since all this began who are now in prison because of this? Exactly. And it's a very short list. If there is There's any no, list. What do you mean shortly? There's no one. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if they've ever went to prison, but there have been a few court cases of a few fines. Yes, they but have But that's been. about it. But no, yeah, that's no it. prison. We have not heard much prison. What's another one? Don't buy CDs or DVDs from any street vendors. Their products could be counterfeited. <laughs> so instead of telling people to use common sense, they would just rather remove all potential business from legitimate street vendors. <laughs> and it, it should be more like, you know, if, if someone, you know, opens up their, their overcoat to you on the street <laughs> with a bunch of, of CDs that happen to have, like, you know, post-it notes on them, that would be bad. But, it, you know, if they give you an actual, you know, there are good street vendors out there. Come on, <laughs> bootleggers. Yeah, the bootleggers. Like uh, I, I did an entire show on on the uh, legitimate bootleggers that exist uh, of from major artists, and you can get them on the internet. They're selling the stuff over the internet. They're taking your credit cards. It's like nobody. It's like what? Where is everybody? You know, you could go to eBay. Be, what happens when you resell something? You know, I have a couple of books out there, and people resell them. They buy them. That's a really good them, idea. Good question. Right. When they buy them, it's theirs. They own it. So now they want to resell it. Now, what am I supposed to do? Take them to court because they're reselling my book and I'm not getting a royalty? I have a book. Yeah, I had a book that sold. Uh, It became an underground classic. I only say that because they told me that. But it was selling and it did sell from one person on eBay for $200. Wow. This book that came out, it was 5 dollars in the 80s, okay? <laughs> Selling because there's no more of them. Someone 
thought it was so valuable, and then somebody bought it. Now, what am I supposed to do? Exactly. Go to the courts and say, now, wait a second. Yes, and now, I mean, you've, you just totally, you know, that's one of those things that blows my mind that, that well, needs like so much more thought because, you know, you can, you can't, I cannot sell you the tunes, as they keep calling them tunes, that I just bought online. I cannot do that. I'm, I'm not supposed to do that. But yet I can sell you the CD that I bought. I can sell that to you on eBay. That's okay. And in my yard sale, you can come by and buy those tunes. What about the carpenter? That I hired a carpenter to make me a wonderful uh, a set of chairs and, and table to put into my living room. And we had it for 10 years and said, ah, you know what? Let's sell this. What am I? That he made it. I bought it. What am I supposed to do? That's his prop. Is it my property or is it his property? Exactly. What, and it's, and it's his idea. What if you sold that to someone who loved it so much that they thought, yeah. let me duplicate this 3,000 times and now go into production? Whose idea are they ripping yeah. off? I'm going to make tables just like that. In fact, I'll make 20 of them. This guy can only make one of them and I'll sell them. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> it's, it's insane. It's insane. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what I want people listening to know is that that is, you just can't nail this down. You can't just, you know, it's just ridiculous because it's, it's just one certain thing that they're going after because they want to go after it to make a point, to make money. Or, or, or what they're trying ridiculous. to do, I think they're trying to get the younger kids because everybody else knows it, and they figure like if we could if we could put some fear and stuff and tell them this is the way to behave oh. here now. If we get that generation to learn that, then this other stuff is going to stop. I mean, isn't See? it just like drugs? Yeah, exactly. It, 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 right? Everybody did pot, and they tried to convince me no one does pot, and you're not supposed to. And and I was supposed say to grow no. up and say no. Say no to file sharing. Exactly. I don't care how much heroin you're taking out there. Do not share that file. Napster is the new crack for society, apparently. Remember that? Yeah. I know now Napster's all legal and bullshit. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, you have to pay for torrents now. How's that work? For everything. And that's the weird thing is that, you know, they came to this monumentous point where, like, music is free. You can get anything you want. And suddenly they manipulated things so well that even though music is still free on some markets, people are lining up at iTunes, 99 cents a click. And they have no problem with that. They would I rather, don't even know what the big deal is. That. These artists that are driving around in Bentleys and living in $10 million houses. Bitching about a kid sharing their... Well, exactly. The only point is the little guy in this, Mm -hmm. and that's not what these laws are are covering at all. Yeah, and it's just disgusting. Are they laws? Did somebody pass a law that I don't know about that said, if you you share this file that you got wherever you got it with your friend and send it to them... Uh, the law says, where does the law say? I guess that there is no law saying that because that's the law that they're trying to pass right now is saying exactly what you said in those terms. But that's absurd. Who's going to police this in the first place? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Our our police don't have enough to do. (laughs) Big brother. It's all big brother. It's It's all fear mongering. It is. Like Frank said, it's to keep keep the kids in line exactly and the the next one i mean then they go into obscure things on this list don't use an illicit cable decoder or satellite discrambler to watch movies that you haven't paid for i don't know about you but if i was doing that already i I wouldn't be on this site i wouldn't care 
I mean, I mean, what you know, you know what's bad about this? I want you know what would be horrible about this? Like, uh, it'd be like the the old witch hunts, uh, the witch hunts. Exactly what it is. It's like somebody comes to me and they go, you know, you know somebody. You You said it. You said it on your on the air. You said you know people who download movies. We want those names. It's like you're right because I do. I know people who download movies. I'll say it. You know. I don't want to see who, who could someone comes to my door and says that. Release I those names, exactly. I can't stop laughing. I will die of asphyxiation. <laughs> and that's all I'm waiting for is someone to, you know, bring the show. And they're like, well, you said it on the air. You, you insinuated that you knew someone. And that's after they search my house and destroy my life, thinking that I do that as well. Then they're like, okay, fine. We didn't find anything on you, but you said you knew people. We want this it's connection about, to the underground. It is about time that people got their heads around the fact that this particular technology is here. It's here to stay. It's got a lot of pot neg- It's got negative things, and there's going to be villains out there and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, it, this is it. Exactly. It's not going away, not and all. you can't regulate it. No, you cannot. That is absolutely the point. Last one on the list. Remember that if the price is too good to be true, this is just like the street vendor one. The price is too good to be true. It probably is. The product offered at bargain prices is probably illegal. Or used. You know, I went to this, wait, I went to this fee-fi-fo-fum store, whatever it's called. I was walking in there. It's called, there's a store called Fi, Fi, Fi. Yeah, Fi or something, yeah. Yeah, Fi. I went in there because I remember going up to the uh, clerk and saying, "And saying, I hope I find this. I hope I find what I'm looking for here at Fi." Because I went to Fee, Fo, and Fum, and I didn't find them. <laughs> and Jay looked at me and went, "There's a store, Fum. What are oh you talking about?" Oh my God! Oh, oh no. right. Okay, oh, uh, no. my references. People don't even Thanks. know. They don't even catch it. But anyway, they had an entire section of 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 CDs that people brought back and they're reselling. Right. There you go. Now, are you telling uh, me that, that they're sending off the royalties to these artists and to the companies? I don't think so. And uh, But they already got royalties once. Right. Why should they get them again? But yet they want them again. Because they're reselling it. It's like... Well, and, and that line is just so 1980s because, I mean, if I walk into a CD store now, there are CDs that are 6 to $8, the, the big full CD. I come from a time where the CD was 25 bucks a pop. Right. And right. I have been so removed from culture. I mean, I haven't walked into a store and bought. I, I've done the iTunes thing, but not, you know, looking at the actual pretty CD. I would be amazed if I walked into Fifi or, or Fum. And uh, found that there was, you know, my favorite CD was $6. And I would think that's, that is a hysterical bargain. And, and if I read the McGruff crime site, I would think, you know, they must be trying to, you know, they must be illegally <laughs> trying to sell this. They're to pirates. Me. They're pirates. No, there's the other thing. You know, these companies, I mean, they could make, they could distribute um, a, um, a CD and make like 5,000 of them, okay? And, and they could make money per thousand if they sold them for two dollars, right? Because it, it, the manufacturing them takes nothing. Pennies, Look at, you know, pennies. It, yeah, it's nothing. It's, but yet you go out there, and because everybody's got to get a cut, I'm gonna buy, you know, the the Slow Boys new CD for twenty four ninety. It just came out twenty four ninety five. Oh, I gotta get twenty four. Why? How many the Slow Boys gonna see any of this? Who's exactly. gonna see it? 
Where is it going? And that's what I was just discussing the other day with someone was I want to see that breakdown. You know, allegedly the artist only gets pennies. So yeah, literally. Everybody like, else gets these big chunks and it's nobody that matters. Are, is there a group called the Slow Boys? Or did I... <laughs> it's, the, it's the New Boys. <laughs> oh, the New Boys. Hey, yeah, right. There's, hey, and that fits in, right? Oh, yeah, how new? Oh, these guys. I, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're not new at all. They've, they've been inspired. I always wondered there was a there was a folk group called the New Christy Minstrels, right? And well, I who kept are the looking, old Christy Minstrels? Eh, who are the Christy Minstrels? <laughs> I kept looking for the Christy Minstrels. All I see is the New Christy Minstrels. I couldn't find them. And then people look at me like you're crazy. They go, well, "What do you mean?" <laughs> that is what is wrong with people. That is what is the matter with people, right there. Well, it's Please. you're cutting down my audience because I work with and I work with and I know people who are a lot younger. And my my scale of ref, my volume of references is quickly deteriorating because people don't get anything. Oh, it's it's all no, I mean, they don't. even just. You know, in a short time span, I could, like like the Gaga video, I said to someone, that is a Madonna outfit. They're like, what do you mean that's a Madonna outfit? It's, that's what she wore. And they, they won't even know that. And that's only 10 years ago. So it, it just the deterioration point. is amazing. It is, it is a good point. I met a, I met a man the other day who is, is, he had two children. One of them was named Chase. And I said to him, I said, wow, I said, Did you, you should name this little guy Ch- Sanborn. And he looked at me and he went, why? <laughs> now, you know, right there and then you got the wrong audience, okay? Yeah, and I went, oh, oh, and I knew it. And I went, oh, I don't know. I guess it's a good name. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't. They're like, and I, you know, to me, it's amazing because when I was younger, I read the history and I looked at the, the, the annals of all the things that I loved, whether it was movies, right? I mean, I, I want to yeah. know all about it. I didn't, I didn't stop with, you know, three years ago. Well, was what I grew up with. I have no idea. Well, it's the tragedy of spoon feeding that they do because, you know, that to us, you could inv- un- unearth like tons of, of new artists that you'd want to listen to by just, you know, reading the the pamphlet of who wrote it, who sung it, who, who, who did this. And yet now they don't do that because, you know, they and just And it's want amazing that. that they don't do it because today everybody has a library in their own home. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And That's why I tell people to, to keep a notebook when you're listening to me. So if I make references, go back and look it up for God's sake. You know, you don't have to go to the library. Look it up on your internet. Exactly. <laughs> but the, We all have an internet. <laughs> we all have an internet. <laughs> no, we all don't. We actually met a girl tonight downtown that has no internet. Downtown where? Where are you living now? Lancaster. Lancaster? There's a girl downtown doesn't have the internet? Yeah. We we put her in Tony's video. Wow. What's wrong? Wait, you'll see her. Oh, a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that weird? Listen to that judgmental thing. Doesn't have an internet. What's wrong with her? Exactly. Well, no, wait. Well, you'll see. You'll see. No, but he was like, well, do you have a smartphone? Because he was like, you can look it up on YouTube. (laughs) He's like, no, my phone's rather stupid. I don't know about yours. She she goes, wait, did you say YouTube? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, I don't have internet. And And um, everyone stood in silence and said, oh. Yeah, and then he was like, would you have a smartphone? And she's like, well, my boyfriend has one, but we don't have internet. (laughs) 
But, wow. And that's that's where we've come to is that anyone without internet is is just what is wrong with you? How can you not? They are few and far between. They're yeah, probably... at least we don't have to worry that she's out there pirating that's songs. Right, at least. That's true. Now she's the Swiss standing on the corner. The Swiss have got it right. Little did we know. Switzerland, yes. The government of Switzerland has said they have decided that it will not implement an additional legislative solution to copyright infringement. Yes, I did read that. You're right. Yeah, I forgot about Yes. Yes, Arguing that the money consumers save via piracy is spent later on other entertainment expenses. Voila. Like T-shirts and and things to listen to their infringed music on. I've been saying that for years. Artists don't make the music or the money off of the music itself. It's made off of the merch exactly. and the concert. And, and I love this statistic. It said that they did a study that extrapolated over 15 years. Two million Swiss citizens downloaded files. Four million purchased those things. So still, they looked at it and they said, hey, there's only 2 million people downloading, and there's still 4 million idiots out there purchasing it, so what's the problem? Well, <laughs> I don't see any. Exactly. Where, where, where are the other 2 million people? And exa- ending with that you have to, telling the companies, the government told the corporations, you have to adapt to the changing consumer behavior. What a freaking idea. Wow. Amazing. Finally, I mean, instead, you know, usually it's it's the other way around. But here's the government actually telling corporations, "Sorry, your consumers have changed. So now you you change to suit them, instead of our lovely country who who lives, the you know, the government. Consumers are always right, and the government and the and the corporations are all together here saying no the, to the consumers. No, you will adapt to us, not the other way around. As I as I see it, at least. It's um. You know, it's all going to take care of itself, though. Just because these people are trying to regulate, just because, you know, uh, it, it's going to take care of itself. And these kids, no matter what they, uh, if they don't see anybody actually going to jail or being whipped on the street in public for doing this, they're just going to do what they do because they're kids. They're going to share things. They're going to give things away. Or they'll find a way to do it. So they don't send it in the email. So what do they do? They get a CD. They burn a CD. What, are we, what, are they gonna, what is the, okay, uh, what's that stupid dog going to say next? Uh, <laughs> don't, don't, you know, don't use a CD burner for Pretty anything. I mean, well, that's, and that's what the stupid dog did say. He, did, he already said that. If these Don't. kids weren't out there sharing this music, none of these new bands would ever be heard exactly. of. And and if it wasn't for YouTube, with these people ripping off others' music, some people would not have ever been discovered. So that's true. There. What's and then pre- and with YouTube, why would anyone need to steal music anymore anyway? Exactly, it's all on there, and that's the thing. If they after trying to police it, YouTube has tried to, you know, cut back all of the, the eagle, illegal sharing. They haven't succeeded. They've cut it back, but they have not succeeded, and they can't succeed because it's always rampant. And if they can't do it, then they, the government can't do some major shutdown without it being extreme and horrific. And then we just go back to the way it was. With discs and CDs. Time you know? In China you know, where they have uh, uh, various uh, governors, uh, electronic governors and stuff to to block 
lots of internet input right. because it doesn't, you know, because it, it, it opens up the minds of people. It goes to show you, um, you know, that that's only going to last uh, so long. And there's probably tons of people there, even though it's illegal, uh, looking at things that uh, they shouldn't be looking. And, and finding uh, a way around those blocks. Absolutely. Always is always going to be ways to get around it because this technology is too versatile. It's too volatile. It's too brilliant uh, to to have a, you know a lock to to go one way. It's gonna it can't go. Which is why I always feel comforted that you know if they shut down our internet, we'll just figure out how to start another one. <laughs> and, and, she, and leaving yeah. them with their other internet. It would be the outernet. Except the outernet. The outernet. <laughs> Where did you get that? Did you, did you hear that from someone else? No. <laughs> there we go. Where did you hear that? <laughs> the outer net, huh? Oh, yeah. Why you that? Surely you heard that I from some have. sci-fi. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. It's it's good. And uh, and 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 she's right. See, um, the uh, th- this this is all much ado about nothing, really. And uh, I really wouldn't want anyone to get scared. And anytime uh, I get the chance to tell anybody what to do. I'm going to say if they call it stealing, then steal. If they call it pirating, then universal. It's not pirating unless you're selling it. And that's always been against the law, though, in a certain way, hasn't it? Absolutely. And yet it's not against the law if you resell your book or your album or other stuff that has so-called intellectual property. So it's a bunch of crock. And they could only make people who don't understand already that it's a bunch of crock that it's not a bunch of crock. Right? Exactly. That's exactly what they're doing. Bringing us to what I just previously mentioned with you is the Stop Online Piracy Act, which is actually a bill that is trying to be passed that is doing exactly what we're talking about now that, that is saying specifically if you send someone and file share with someone, you are going to jail. This is a bill that was introduced in the U.S., of course, by... A representative from Texas, a Republican, October 26, 2011. The Who? Bill, Do you know the name? Lamar Smith. Te- Lamar <laughs> Smith from Texas. Write that down. Everyone write this name write down. This I'll show name you how now. we can knock this thing out. Absolutely. No it doesn't even sound like a name that belongs in Texas. And, and on the Republican, but it is. <laughs> hey, Lamar. Exactly. I'm writing this name down. Good. Did you have the number Good. of the bill? I do not. No, it is, and I can find I hear it. Him turning quickly. pages. Oh, he's he's like, getting out his Catolo Chronicles notebook. Lamar, I'm writing down Lamar Smith. Let me, let me get the wiki. I'll find, I'll, I'll find it. Texas. I've got it. I've got it. Also known as HR three two six one. Okay. Okay. Called SOPA yeah. Stop Online Piracy Act. Okay. The, oh, I'll let him finish writing first. Okay, all right, good. The okay. bill expands the ability of U.S. law enforcement and copyright holders to fight online trafficking in copyrighted intellectual property and counterfeit goods. The bill would make unauthorized streaming of copyrighted content a felony. The bill also gives immunity to Internet services that voluntarily take action against websites dedicated to infringement. So it gives you a a, a free pass if you report other people. Doesn't that sound good? Well, making... oh, that's one way to spot all oh, the absolutely. snitches. Let's, let's put it into the bill that anyone who you know snitches on others gets a total free pass for whatever they just did. Stop Online Piracy <laughs> Act and legitimate 
Rat. Exactly. Legitimate rack, rat act. <laughs> so if your Facebook is streaming music and mine isn't, we'll know who the snitch exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> While making liable for damages any copyright holder who knowingly misrepresents that a website is dedicated to infringement. The definitions written in the bill are so broad that any U.S. consumer who uses a website overseas or in this country immediately gives the U.S. jurisdiction the power and potential to cause action in that country. So if, if you used an, a pirate act or a piracy site in a different country, you open it up that jurisdiction to get in there and do something. I think everyone should uh, find the uh, uh, go to the Texas legislation uh, on your internet. This guy probably has a page somewhere. He's a congressman or something, right? Or he's a senator, yeah, whatever he is. Go there and uh, find his uh, website. Everyone, the more people do this, uh, you could uh, you could write a letter and find the address or what have you. But you know, most people write him an email and say that you are totally against the HR thirty two sixty one based on the fact that the that the definitions. Uh, included in the bill are anti-constitutional. It's all you have to write. And we will not support you, your party, or anything you do in your entire life. This is what you should really do. This is, we will not support you. Yes. yes. Or anything you do. If you, know, if you continue to support this or if it gets through, you will be held responsible. And that's it. And all they have to do is write that kind of stuff. And these guys, they, they start becoming scared because it's their job. It's their life. You and know? you can it's, go. Can, you can, can also go. Can you write that out? Frank, so we can print it? <laughs> Absolutely, for the rest of your life, yes. <laughs> and But you can also go, there's been a website, of course. I mean, this is all over. This is a big deal that everyone is actually outraged over. And you have, can go to americancensorship.org to learn okay. about it, learn what it'll do to you, what it'll do to everybody. And, and they also, of course, have an easy way to write that senator as, long as, as well as the other senators. So americancensorship.org is also a site that will help. Can you repeat the uh, the number for Karen of the bill? The HR 3261. Thank you. Thank you. So and that, I think that we all did it if there was enough oh, people you know that um, you know cuz I mean now who, now who what is it in his interest? Who is the, you know like who is this guy? See immediately. Exactly. I become a neo postmodern. Yes. I mean, even this is neo-postmodernism. Who is this guy? What's in it for him? Where does he come from, coming up with this thing? Why isn't he worried about all the people who can't, the, the towns in Texas uh, that uh, are running out of water because of the droughts? Where is, what is he worried about a couple of people sending out Tom Petty's songs on recordings to another person down the block or across the state or across the country? What on earth does this mean? And, and who's paying him and who's contributing to his campaign? Well, you know, they got him in his, in his back. They got him... A lobbyist. This gets into the whole, you know, the whole uh, system. This gets into the system. Absolutely, and and I love how it broadly, the the entire reading of this is just amazingly broad. That it is dedicated, you know, for sites that are dedicated to infringement. But who determines the dedicated infringer? How dedicated do you have to be to be a site dedicated to infringement? And a couple of good lawyers. And even a couple of bad ones could probably could probably blow holes through this thing. And once all the other people realize what the other people who would vote for it, once they realize it's going to affect them negatively. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, this is just another foothold that they're trying to get because they continue. Uh, you know, we see it year after year for as long as we've been online. 
them, they, whoever they are, trying to get a hold of our internet. And, and once they get in on that level, it's always, you know, the law that, that has secretly tied in other laws that will get to all of us eventually and affect all of us eventually. Because, you know, they're, they're putting it under the guise that this is for, you know, those evil pirate download sites. But really, it could be any of us. Yes, yes, because you can consider any, if you have a blog, oh, yeah. uh, you can, can, they could consider you, uh, they could define you as the person who is, uh, who is doing it. And look stuff. at all these, the internet radio. If you have an internet radio station without a music license and you're playing music, there, right there, you're going to prison. And that's, that is not a felony. That is a fine with the suggestion that you get your freaking licenses. Here's the other deal, okay? And that's this. They're going to put away... 90, they're, they're about to, if they're going to enforce this, and I would tell him this too, Mr. Lamar Smith, you're going to enforce this. You better be ready to uh, raise some taxes and start building some penitentiaries because 80% of the whole population is going to jail. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? really. My garbage, they don't collect my garbage anymore. Like, <laughs> why? All those guys were sharing stuff and they're all in jail now. No one <laughs> pick the garbage up, and my guy goes, I can't even get my my shower head to get wine. I can't get a plumber. The guys went to jail. Exactly. So we pack the courts with like you know two million people from YouTube, and and ignore everything else that should be actually prosecuted. It's amazing. There's no one left. There's no one left. The whole the whole entire world collapses because a couple of people want to save what is known as quote intellectual property unquote. I know people who come to me and they say, they say, well, what if they stole your stuff? And I went like, they do, and I am, and they can. Do, and and what I'm do you fine, want? And I'm happy with that, absolutely. What am I going to do? You know, what am I going to do? This is bigger than me. Even though I, I enjoy getting royalty, I enjoy getting sales, I, sure. enjoy, I enjoy getting checks, this is bigger than me. And I, gotta, I have to now adapt to it. It cannot adapt to me. And that's the big problem with the internet from the beginning. And, uh, and now that all the big companies and corporations and people want to get in here, they do. Uh, they, they, that's the whole thing now. They want it to adapt to them. They've been trying that from the beginning. It won't work. It'll never work. It's all over, friends. Absolutely. It's all over. <laughs> and to quell the, you know, the outraged brainless of, among them, uh, they released a statement that, don't worry, and basically, I'm paraphrasing, but this is what it said, don't worry, the people's Facebook and YouTube will not be affected by this law. As if that should make people feel better. I mean, first of all, why not? Because there are enough people on YouTube and Facebook, quote-unquote, streaming something that they probably don't own. And, and secondly, like, like that's all. I mean, just like last week we talked about the computer, you know, Facebook ready. That's all they think is out there. That's all they think the Internet is and everything else is garbage ready to be prosecuted. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, uh, it, it's, it's a little, I guess it's a little uh, presumptuous of any of us. Uh, to think that this kind of madness will not continue one way or another in some form, because there's always going to be um, a, uh, a, a, uh, a faction of people out there who are going to want you, uh, want, want things uh, to move in a, um, what, they're just not, they, they will not accept change. 
I guess that's it. They will not. And that's the thing. Now that the popular culture is involved with the ever-changing internet, I don't think they can deal with it. They, they cannot live here because this, this world moves ten times faster than the real world. And they're not adapt to changing that quickly to hook in their profit. No, they're not. And I think a lot of them are really stupid because, especially with the music and even videos, they don't realize that, uh, you know, every time somebody watches that shit, it's going right to their temp folder. And if they're smart enough to just go there and pull it out, how is that stealing if you're putting it there? And what would happen if they did, you know, break into somebody's house who is not someone who is illegally downloading something, but, you know, some movie happened to be playing on any website that it does end up in your temp folder and they're not smart enough to clear their catch regularly. It's on their computer. It's been downloaded and it's there and they could easily build a case on that. It's, It's you know, on one, on one sense, in one sense, uh, it's sad um, as anything this large would have good and bad sides. And I've, I've done a number of shows on this too. And that is that in one sense, it's bad because the internet and all the, the technology, not the internet, but the technology is, is putting so many biz- people out of work, putting so many businesses out, you know, uh, that, but, but, you know, the good side of that is the technology is also, while it's doing that, and while we're going through the growing pains of this transformation, of this metamorphosis into uh, learning to be uh, digitally, uh, you know, to have a digital lifestyle, because while we're doing, while it's doing the what you, people consider the bad thing, it's also doing uh, the great things, and it's right. uh, it's finding tumors in, in people, and it's uh, and it and, and operations, and the science of it is just so freaking brilliant and wonderful that it's doing such great things. You know, people look look people are getting out of prison because their DNA after they then mm-hmm. that guy who was in prison right. for 25 years and they finally oh he didn't do it look why because the technology is now there if the technology was there before the 25 years of his life would have been changed you know <laughs> look what it's doing it's freeing it's more a freeing agent and whenever something like that happens there's the other side of it and the other side of it is always going to be policed and patrolled by people who just don't want things to change and that's that is the thing that that is holding everyone back is the change they could easily you know if they just embrace this we'd find different ways to have jobs different ways to you know fix everything that we're dealing with but yet and just because they up. don't want something different they you got to push it, it back and it'll open up creativity too it'll open up it uh, new markets and new things and and other people who are available you know i always said from the beginning uh, that the uh, that the there's, there's the the great thing about the internet, the great thing about this whole uh, is that anybody anybody can participate. Anybody can have a site. Anybody can put up a song or a painting or a thing or like that. All right. Now the bad thing about the internet is that anybody can do anything. They can put up a site. They can do. <laughs> It's, it's the same thing. It's the two sides of the same coin. And the ones who are going to last are the ones who are the best and the more proficient and the ones who are uh, – so it's, it's the same thing as, as, as the world out there. And you just look at podcasts and you just look at every Tom, Dick, and Harry that had a show suddenly and went ahead and did podcasts and were just uh, – oh, you know, they were the hottest things for two weeks and thousands of downloads – and, uh, you know, those sites that had all those things, they don't even exist anymore. Right. Everyone's gone away except 
for people like you and I and other people who are still just doing doing it. Last man standing. Okay, it's going. It, this is what happens. It, it's kind of like a. It's kind of like it cleanses itself in a certain way. It will. You know? It will cleanse itself, mm-hmm. and we will. We will find that ground again. I've got to do one more website. Fightforthefuture.org also okay. is is kind of connected to the one we just discussed and the bill, and they're also fighting for this. But it's a great site that points out a lot of the amazingly horrifying. <laughs> hypocritical situations that that some of them that we've talked about today but one of which is is the piracy laws and it points out i didn't really know this that justin bieber was found on youtube by singing other people's songs so they they have this whole site set up that you know if this law were in place justin bieber should go to prison for like five years And it, and it's it would a, never happen. It's a really inventive website, though, because it just goes through like you know, this is the this is the reality. This is how many people, how many idiots online on YouTube are singing with the song playing in the background. I mean, it's it's an obvious ripoff. They're just singing because they like to sing. Those people will be breaking this law. Hey, look at all the people who have who do their own versions of songs. You know, like you'll go, you go look for a song on YouTube and you get the original and then you got like 33 people showing you how to play it. Here's my version. And these are just normal people in their houses playing, but they want to do a YouTube thing. And are they supposed to be paying uh, royalties or because they're not selling it? They're not what? Well, what are the, what are the parameters? And, and on the other side, they could be making so much money if, if the corporations would just think how to easily, you know, there are many times when I think if I could just use that loop or that something without it being, you know, infringement that they'd sue me millions for, they could they could easily, you know, if you can prove that you don't make millions from these things, you could easily rent the loops or pay for these things that they've come up with, but they won't do that because they just want to go right to the top. Well, that's the thing about this bill. Everyone who's uh, who's uh, who's going to be talking about not doing this bill. The point is this. Why is sharing piracy? In other words, if I if they get me f- for giving giving away something, okay, then what what is my penalty? Is I'm not no, don't they have to prove that I sold it? That I used it for profit? Right. Don't I mean I they can't just put somebody away for sharing something that opens up. I mean, I'm not a lawyer, but it opens up one of the most, you know, hideous concepts in the world. If you think about it, it's like you're coming over for dinner that night. I don't know whose food are you buying. And I mean, you're you're just, you know, the the normal person on Yahoo chatting with their friend. You bought a song for 99 cents. I can't send that to you. And and what, you know, you say to your friend, I'm listening to this awesome song. I'm sorry, you can't hear it because... You can't afford it, and I can't send it to you. Sorry. Yeah. And what yeah. if something uh, is accidentally heard over the phone? What if you play a song over the phone? I mean, there's so many stupid little little holes and, yeah. and loopholes that they could get somebody on. And that site yes. brings up an amazing, amazing point about libraries, which I just have to say... One of their statements is, after spending thousands of years building libraries of donated books, why do governments try to tear them down when they happen spontaneously online? We can't have a library online. Why can't we have a library online? It just makes no sense. We do. We have the biggest, most beautiful library ever. It's called My Internet and Yours is Your Internet. Exactly. And it's true. But yet, 
they could easily have something else, have an actual, you know, books. You could go get books online and read them and not get sued for it. But now some things you can't. It's, it's quite, that statement just kind of turned my head a bit, much like most of the things we've been talking about this show. is just a brain explosion of how can you not do that and why are they allowed to do this when they can't do that? If everyone involved in all of this, if, if all the senators, if senators were and congressmen of the people who made the laws, who did the stuff, and, and the people and the audiences and all the sheep and the people out there who just, uh, if everybody just got more in touch with uh, being a neo postmodern, they a modernist, and realize how much they are, uh, you know, you, you, you definitely change the world. Every person who turns over changes the world because, you know, the more you're in touch with yourself and what you, and honest with yourself, and that's all this is all, that's all what this is being about. And as long as you are that, uh, that way and in touch, then all this, everything else falls to, uh, uh, you know, uh, it comes of comes of nothing. All the people who want to pass laws, or you know, or 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 uh, legislate morality, or do anything like that, those are the people who will immediately. Uh, and if they were all neo postmodernists, this wouldn't even be happening. Absolutely, and we'd be free. We'd be free, and things would just work. Yeah, it you know, be. and then we'd say, "Oh yeah, well that's that. Well, that's what I call anarchy." Well, you got to put a label on everything. You might as well put a label on that too. You know? It would just be a, a good little postcard to send out to them and be like, you know, your world will not be destroyed by change. It will just change, and it will, you'll still be able to make your money. Or well, do the thing, thing is, it's not about it's not about it's not a, it's about accepting change, which happens anyway. That's the point. It's that these people trying to stop what is naturally going. Yes. You know, it doesn't, it's everything. It's the people who didn't want cars because they liked, because they traveled with horses. It's the people who wanted to, you know, uh, the people who didn't want television because it would kill the movies. And the people who didn't want television could kill radio. And the, it's exactly. over and over and, and, it's, and over. It's a prejudice that's blown my mind over and over. I mean, that's all we do is, is waste time putting off the inevitable constantly. Uh, yeah, and these things are just happening, and they're happening, and this it's it's as if I would I, you know I'd love to see uh, I'd, I'd you know you'd love to see a movie where and I'm going to give away a great idea for a movie here. How about this? An asteroid. Someone discovers that an asteroid is, is a month a month before this asteroid is going to hit Earth. So immediately, well, the governments in the world trying to pass a law uh, 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 not allowing it to happen. Exactly. Perfect. It's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> The biggest change of all, we're all going down. Yeah, I know, but if we really want this not to happen, we'll find a way. Mm -hmm. It's not going to change us. We just will not, it will not happen. You know? And when it does, there will be some lawmaker standing there saying, but we passed the bill. Yeah, right. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And on that amazing... Probably needed more, probably needed more of a majority. <laughs> and on that, that amazing note... We've got to say goodnight to you. Oh, uh, oh Yes, we've got to go to break and then oh. come back to, to finish off. But yes, on okay. that note. Uh, I, I, I say to all of you, uh, goodnight, and I hope to see you on uh, this this Thursday. Let me just uh, give broadcast. Let me do, just uh, do it. Do it. There's a special big, big birthday broadcast. Big Bash birthday broadcast. Uh, there's going to be a mic in the middle of the room, and a whole bunch of people are going to be here because because wow. my show falls on my birthday this week, oh, and wonderful. we're going to have a big lot of fun. That's awesome! awesome. And happy I'm, birthday! Happy birthday! Thank you. Early, yes. Nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time this Thursday, December eighth. Katolochronicles.blogspot.com. So 
and we'll and see while you. While we're on the birthday thing, let me. Can I just say happy birthday, Tony? Oh, that's right. Thanks. Happy birthday, Tony Easy, as well. You're, yes. you're invited if you could get here. Every, yeah. anybody, that would be awesome. Anybody could come. You could drive so. up. And I have to say that everyone in chat, wildbunchchat.com, is just, they were enthralled with your conversation tonight. And, and there were tons of comments of how they absolutely adored everything you said. I appreciate anybody who ever spends any time listening or anything to me and giving me moments of their life. And I, I thank them. And I hope I can do it uh, for them. I hope, they, I hope they, they, they find it valuable. Now, I let you go. And thank you. Don't forget DLB. Uh, the, uh, right. Roll call from the Bulgarian. You'll, you'll hear more about I it. I will be on the roll call at the end of this month. So thank good you night, so D. much, good, Frank. Good night, D. Good night, V. <laughs> Good night, Frank. Thank you. It was great Thank talking you. to you. <laughs> Thank you. And we will be back after these fabulous messages to, you know, you know, kind of close up the show on Rainbow Mix Radio and Wild Bunch Radio at the same time. You are listening to Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone. This is the station you've been waiting for all your life because not anywhere can you hear what you want to hear. When you want to hear it, because we play the greatest mix of your favorite kind of music from yesterday's classics to today's biggest hits and everything in between. We play the best music your mind has ever tasted. Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone. And thank you for listening. She's famous. She's funny. She's the artist D. Hi, I'm Samantha Renee from Sunrise and Sammy. Heard every weekday morning from 8 a.m. until 12 noon Eastern Time. And you're listening to The Fabulous D Show on Rainbow Mix Radio, where all the good songs have gone. Держите альтернативные мысли на воздухе. Quiltbunkradio.com пожертвовать. Turn it up. Hey, what's going on? This is Tony Easy, and I'm not here to talk about myself and my music, which you can hear on YouTube, Facebook, and Reverb Nation. Nah, I'm here to tell everybody to listen to the fabulous Dean Vanilla Child live every Sunday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. What day? Sunday. What time? 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Where? On WildBunchRadio.com. Where? WildBunchRadio.com. Or you can go to TheArtistD.com and click the fabulous d show what do they talk about the real question is what don't they talk about do they use bad language you're fucking right they use bad language so keep your kids the hell out will they offend you not as much as burning a bible and pissing on it to put the flames out so i think most people can handle it again sunday 7 p.m to 9 p.m eastern time wildbunchradio.com or go to the artist d.com and click the fabulous d show and while you're at it you can head over to www.reverbnation.com slash toneasy t-o-n-e-a-z-y i'm out Here's to Artisty, who's with us tonight. She's happy, she's jolly, she's horny, by golly. Here's to Artisty, who's with us tonight. So drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink, motherfucker, drink. It's Artisty, who's with us tonight. Did you know listen to the Fabulous D show? You did? Well, tell everyone else. It's fabulous. And the Artisty is too.
Well done, Artisty. You're amazing. Before Tad, I was just a robot. Visit wildbunchradio.com to donate to help robots like me. We're fabulous. Uh, yeah, we'll have two martinis, please. We're ferocious. Well, I got a bunch of rum in my craw. We're delusional. They'll walk up to me and they'll go, you know D very well. Yes, I'd say witty and slutty. (laughs) Tune in to The Fabulous D Show every Sunday night at 7 p.m. East, 4 p.m. West, and 12 a.m. Euro at theartistd.com. Well, we're off in the universe, but you guys bore us, so goodbye. Look at him. Look at him. Perverts. I'll tell you one thing. When the Founding Fathers wrote the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution and what have you, liberty and justice for all, they didn't mean that. Well, I can tell you one thing about them Founding Fathers of America. What's that? They sure had fabulous wigs. Unsere Künstler D ist fabelhaft. Nun zurück zu The Fabulous D Show. We want to thank Frank Catolo of Catolo Chronicles for joining us tonight and kicking off our wonderfully exciting December, as we have a very fabulous December. I know. What a month. I, I love December. Absolutely. I always love December. I always make it nice and like a present. I know. And just for Frank, remember, you can hear his show live on demand also by checking his blog, katolachronicles.blogspot.com. So next week, Vanilla, you're very, next week, you're even, well, you're excited every week now. I, I know, but next week is Nikki Corona. Exactly. And we are dissecting Columbine with someone who knows all about Columbine. I know, and what an interesting topic. Very interesting, because, you know, we'll be talking a little bit more differently than others may have talked about it previously. I'm sure we will. As we always do (laughs) on the Fabulous D Show. And then after that, we have Ruby Breastnut, which is, I'm very excited. I know, I can't wait. And then Nick. And then then Nick, Nick. my British boyfriend. My crude Christmas special with Vanilla and Nick. (laughs) Who apparently yeah, he's got... he's going to try to produce a little something for us, a little extra surprise, hopefully. Yeah, I'm kind of in on that surprise, I believe. Hopefully right, he gets right, it right. done, and yes. sure it'll be fabulous. I can't sure wait. Absolutely. So tonight's discussion, very well, very good. We're we're very happy with it, and I guess Frank I will... just has that voice. Frank does. It's, I think that's why it's... people are like drooling in chat. Is that it's just like. It's it's it was saying the right thing tonight, definitely, and and so well said. Well, between his voice and Jody's little icon in chat, it's very icon. hypnotizing. Oh, there almost. we go. Yes, Jody has a very hypnotic hypnotic. <laughs> no, not it. It seems I've ended the show as I've started. My tongue has been retied, and I guess I'll put it away <laughs> in its box until next week. Oh, sounds like a plan. Thank you, Vanilla. Thank you, Dee, and thank you, everybody, in chat. We had some new people. Hopefully, we'll see them again. Absolutely. Hopefully, you'll all come back next week, as we do this every week, in case you didn't know. And you can find this and every show, downloadable, iPodable, everythingable, at theartistd.com. 
So just wanted to say that tonight on the need of postmodernism, the privacy, pri- I, for Christ's sake, piracy, hopefully unearthed <laughs> a bit of that underground knowledge for you to understand the ridiculousness. And I think if I help one person understand ridiculousness, I've done my job. Better yet, if they actually do something about it. So please take this and do something about it. Because as we've said, everything is yes. just old men keeping new problems down with old systems. So please, please. If you turn us off and go steal a song, we've done our jobs. Well, I don't know about that. You're do taking it. her do advice. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot fix problems with 1973 farmer logic <laughs> at all. So keep turning up the volume. Until next time, I am the artist D, and this is the fabulous D show for December 4th, 2011. Good night. So what now? I think I want to go home. Me too. Well then, let's finish the shows and go home.